Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people with their money, with their work, and with their relationships. This is a special Valentine's Day episode. I'm John Deloney, joined by my good friend Rachel Cruz. And we're taking your calls on just about anything, but especially if you've got a question about your marriage, about somebody you're dating, if you have a question about uh, who's right. We you, would love to take that You one. <laughs> or them. Rachel and I will solve it for you. 888-825-5225. It's 888-825-5225. Let's go out to Los Angeles, California and talk to Madison. Hey, Madison, what's up? Hi, my husband and I recently got married. We are debt-free and about to finish saving our six-month emergency fund. Good for you one guys. One of our goals is to own a home one day and we want to start investing, but we don't really know where to start. We want to be good stewards of what the Lord has blessed us with. What advice would you have for us? Should we even have the goal of owning a home right now? Are you you want to buy a home in Los Angeles? Um, we live about an hour outside of Los Angeles, so That's not cool. right, not right in the city. But so yeah. if you start saving now, you'll be ready in like twenty sixty eight, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you know, give or yes, take a I month or two. Right. Madison, how long have you guys been married? Um, we've been married for three months. Okay, congratulations. Y'all are awesome. Congratulations. How old are you guys? Um, I'm 19 and my husband's 23. Okay, so great. And debt-free, fully funded emergency funds right around the corner. How much are you guys making a year? Um, combined, we make 98000 a year. 98000 okay. Awesome. And you're just renting right now? Yes. Okay, so good. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think owning a home is is a great next step. I mean, John was joking that it's going to, yeah, not really joking, but kind of joking. It's 60, more like, 60 years in more the like making. More like 2050. I but. know, I know. Um, have you just priced out for the fun of it some houses around your area that you guys are like, oh, that would be a, a great spot to, you know, a great area or type of house? Like, do you have any idea on price ranges? Yes, we've been looking a little bit. I don't know if we have like a price range right now. Um, but I guess we were more wondering like investments or cause we don't currently have any investments, you know, should we invest and save for a house at the same time? How should we do that? I don't know what, what practically does that look like? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, number one, you guys are young, so I want you to take a little bit of this pressure off of any of this, right? You, you have time to do both. You have time to save for a house and time for investing, um, so just, yeah, I want you to just know, okay, we are way ahead of the game. So any of this path that you're going to take, you guys are going to be fine as long as you're consistent with it. So what I would probably do, Madison, is I would I would open up some retirement accounts. Um, if you guys, do you guys have 401k options at work? Does your employers match at all? Yes, my husband does. Okay. And how much does, does his employer match up to? Oh, I'm not sure. Okay. So I would find that out. Um, and okay. then together, yeah, I mean, this is after you're about to fund your six month emergency fund. So we'll just pretend like that's done. Um, and then moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I would invest 15% of your income into retirement because you're not super serious about buying a house right this second. If you guys had a house sure. in mind and you were like, we have a, you know, somewhat of a down payment, we want to save more. We have a goal in 12 months. We want to put this down. Like if you, if it's very specific like that, then I would say you're totally fine holding off on investing. But it's just the idea of a house right now. So if, if you're kind of just in that spot, I would go ahead and start funding some retirement for the calendar year. Um, I would, both of you guys open up Roth IRAs and okay. I would go ahead and fund 15% of your income 
into retirement and go ahead and just start that process. And then here in the next, I don't know, year, two years, um, I mean, again, it's not a rush to go in and buy a house. Renting is okay, uh, especially since you guys are newly married. Putting any level of that on you, is it's a lot. So yeah, I would kind of look around and just kind of see, you know, where you guys want to be and maybe have it a goal by, you know, maybe next summer, we're going to start really saving for a down payment towards a house. I mean, I would give yourself about a year. Um, and again, be looking at prices, be looking at air, you know, places around. Um, but I would go ahead and make it a goal for this calendar year to fund retirement. And then come 2025, um, if you want to back off of that 15% a little bit in order to put more down towards it for a down payment, I would put no less than 5% down on a 15-year fixed rate with your payment being no more than 25% of your take-home pay. It's kind of our formula that we go by. Um, sure. So run those numbers. And then in 2025, if you guys really start seeing, okay, that's the kind of house we want. This feels reasonable. We can save up and you know do a 10%, 5%, 15% down payment, um, take some extra money. And if you have to lower that 15% a little bit during that time, that's okay. But I wouldn't worry about a house this year. I don't know. For me, it's easier to to see life in calendar years sometimes. So like just for you guys, sure. you've been married three months. Enjoy this year. Fund some retirements. Uh, and then in 2025, start. I would start looking and just say, okay, you know, I mean, that's where you guys are in the process. But don't feel like you have to rush into anything. Perfect. Well, Does that thank help? you. Yep, absolutely. Hey, yeah, congr- the call, congratulations, Madison. Madison. You're 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 way way ahead of the game. That's fantastic. Let's go out to Naples, Florida, and talk to Sandy. What's up, Sandy? Hi, John. Hi, Rachel. How are you today? So good. What's up? Well, I have a head versus heart situation. I actually have two, but my main situation is I could be debt-free, but in a way, I don't want to give up what I'd have to give up to be that way. So I live in Naples, Florida. It's beautiful. It's warm all year round relative to the Cleveland area where I came from. And I moved here on a job transfer. Um, I've since left that company, but unfortunately, I was laid off in November of last year. Small severance, which has ended. I'm now living off of my savings. I've done okay. Um, I'm single, 61, and I imagine I'm going to stay single. I don't see that changing. Um, But I bought my condo in 2017 for 169000 and I owe one twenty two on it at a rate of 2.89. The only other debt I have is a car at 0% for 60 months. I owe 10000 and I have that 10000 tucked in away in the savings, earning four and a quarter. So my condo today is worth about 305000 I could sell it myself. I I have the the knowledge and ability to do that. I could probably walk away with about 160. And I could go go? back home to go back home to my Cleveland area. I could pay cash for Mm -hmm. a very modest home or condo there. Where do you want to be? You want to be in Naples. Um, I want to. I want to be where it's warm. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. How much do you have? How much do you have in retirement? So I have in savings, and again, that includes my ten thousand for the car. I have about thirty-four thousand. I have seventy-one thousand in two brokerage accounts, and I have three hundred and eighty-seven thousand in my four hundred one k. Okay. Um, and do you, and so, you imagine you'll be getting another job? 
to bridge. Yeah, some I don't want to do that. That's the other. Sandy, you got to get a job. Yeah, you got to. You got to get a job. Yeah, you got to get this paid off. I mean, I, I mean, you could even throw the seventy-one at it. Pay off the car today. Pay off the um, car could, today. And then, and we're, you know, you may have, yeah, you're going to have to go back for a little bit. Um, your retirement's great, your account there. Uh, but I would work to pay off that condo, but stay where you want to stay. Yeah, don't sell your condo. Get out of debt. Solve for freedom. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. This is the Ramsey Show, 888-825-5225. Hey, listen, if you are concerned about the economy, and you just see your neighbor pulling into their your your nice middle class neighborhood in a car that you like. How do you, how how are you affording that? Why would you do, why? And you just wish people around you had the wisdom of this show. For no money, you don't have to you don't have to send any money. You know, all you have to do is like or subscribe the show. It puts the show up into the algorithms and it kicks it into the feeds of your neighbors, into their podcast feeds, into their YouTube feeds. It just sends the show everywhere. And the more people who subscribe and like, and I know it's a pain in the butt and I know sometimes you have to log in. It's worth it for everybody. It puts the show in front of more people. And so um, for everybody, it's 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 a... it just doesn't cost anything to help yeah, out and, your neighbor. And share share the podcast, though, yeah. too. I mean, I get my yeah. crime podcasts that well, I listen to from friends, even here at the office. And we'll send each other podcasts that we love. So if you love it. Or if there's an episode you on. think, ooh, my mom needs to hear this. Send it to her. Yeah, right? Or a right. buddy that, that oh, this marriage sounds like yours. Send it to him. <laughs> be, be careful. And make sure to tell him that. Be <laughs> careful with that. But yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, let's go out to Honolulu and talk to the MAX. What's up, Max? Hey, how you doing? Thank you for taking my call. You, um, you bet, man. How's Hawaii, how's Hawaii, Max? It's nice. It's nice. Sunny. Sounds. You're not Max wonderful. Holloway, are you? One of my heroes? <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> What's up? All right. Um, I was calling because uh, I something happened where my brother kind of holds a lot of anger towards me because I he got fired from his job and I had to take it over. Um, and. I'm getting ready to move out now and I'm worried it's going to cause like more family disconnect. So I'm just trying to get some help, like navigating the situation. Is it a family business? Um, it's like, it's like a financial and family thing. I mean, or the business, no, it's, it's somebody we know that he worked for. What is it? What kind of job? What kind of business is it? Uh, it's a, it's a pool cleaning job. Okay. I take home like about like 50 years. So it's pretty good. 50 a year. And why, why Uh, did he get fired? He had gone on a trip for an extended leave, and I was uh, covering it for him. And the boss at the end of it decided to fire him and offered me the job. <laughs> oh man! So you did a better job. <laughs> I, oh, I don't know. But, it was just like he didn't yeah. like break a rule. You just out cleaned the pools, and the boss was like, "I kind of want you instead." Yeah, 
there were some issues with him and that's was a part of it. Okay. I wasn't sure if my brother would even be um let back after anyways, but uh Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what 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 is his beef with you that that you weren't right or die like, yeah, forget these guys. Um is that the think, is that the beef? I think, I think um what happened was he's just feeling like he lost out on a good opportunity. He did. And he wasn't a good he worker. Wants somebody to blame for it and it's me. He wants uh, to blame me for it instead of himself. All right. And I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. The main issue is his, the money from the job helps um, financially support my family. I come from like a single mom household and I'm 19. I'm, I'm trying to move out and be on my own, which would mean that I wouldn't have the same amount of money for my mom anymore. And I'm worried that's going to create even more of a family disconnect. So I don't really know what to do. What's your mom do? She clean, she's a cleaner. She, she works like two jobs cleaning. Okay. How much does she make? Um, I'm not sure exactly. I think, I think I went over it with her one time. Okay. How much does she, how much difference does she need? Does she, like, how much are you covering the bills in the house? I'm contributing about, it was about $1,500 that I was paying off some debt on the water bill. And then now it's like to about 1300. I pay some of rent. I buy all of our food and I, I cover the, the water. Is she, does she have other struggles, Max? Um, no, I mean, I think like with addiction or with mental health challenges, do what? um, no, I, I, I don't, oh, sorry. What was that? D- 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 I'm asking, oh, does no, she have, no, uh, not, not with addiction or mental health. Okay. No. So she just, um, yeah. Why, why have you become the caretaker of your, of your, of your um, mom? I, I think it's just, it's really expensive here and mm-hmm. it's hard to afford to live out here if you aren't making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Exactly. And I have two, the, the main thing is that I, my mom, I think she'd be fine on her own, but I have two younger sisters and that's where I feel weird leaving. I feel like I'm abandoning them. How so, old are they? They're 11. They turned 11 yesterday. Mm. Is it at a point where you need to sit down with your mom and have a hard conversation about the financial realities? So I have about okay. six months ago and I've been keeping up. I told her six months ago, I plan on moving out in March. Okay. Um, and she hasn't really done any much action towards like figuring out another situation. So I don't know like if I should just stay and keep helping so that we can stay, they can stay in their house or if I should just go on and, you know, put my oxygen mask on before theirs, you know, man. It, well, I just feel like Max yeah. I, that, I mean, you've put yourself, and a caretaker's role at 19. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. For, and it's and it's heroic, right? In one sense. I mean, you've really stepped up and helped your mom. But this will be your whole life unless something else changes. And I feel like that's unfair to you in your life, in your future family, um, to feel like you have to be the one to carry this burden. And And I understand, obviously, why that is. But long term, I just don't think it's it's fair for you to play this role. I, I yeah, I, I think I've, I've come to a similar conclusion. I just feel like I'm I'm like sure. What like what? Yeah, what do you do? Does your mom like lose the house with right. your two little sisters, right? Yeah, and then it's like, where do they go? We have family here, and I'm sure they could move in with my grandparents or something. But, but hold on, hold on. Your mom also plays an integral part of this. If you told me, hey, my yeah. mom really struggles with addiction and my mom struggles with some mental or emotional health disorders, then I would tell you, like, 
man, life handed you a mess. And it's just it, it might be a season, right? It may be that you're going to stay at home for a few years and see these these young girls until they get older, right? That's not the case. Your mom's making some choices on a daily basis as to where she's going to work and how much money she's going to make and what she's going to ask of her 19-year-old son. And so yeah. you're making decisions for an adult, and that's not your job. Your job is, mm-hmm. unfortunately, you've been cast in the role to make sure your 11-year-old little sisters have food and water, which is never your job, but here we are, right? And so, man, you're a, you're a, you're a man of noble character. But I want you to hear what Rachel's saying. Five years from now, what would be better? For you to have started pool cleaning and also gone to get a couple of community college classes on the side, and five years from now, you've got an associate's degree, and now you've got four employees of your own, and you're making $200,000? Or you're still making $50,000. This guy had to lay you off because business got slow, and now you're making $35,000, and you're in the same bedroom in the same house, except you're 24 years old. Mm-hmm. Like if you think on a on a longer time horizon, what's the best thing you can do for your family? It might be to go uh, spread your wings and fly. I think I think so too. I think I just needed some like I didn't even have to like I was crazy or leaving. No, you're family, not crazy. You know? you're gonna feel guilty because it sounds unkind. Yeah, it right? sounds unkind. Like you're gonna it, feel guilty. Yeah, like it sounds like oh my gosh, I'm abandoning my family. But what I want to relieve you of is that was never supposed to be your role. And like John said, if there was like a dire situation of sure. something, um, that's another conversation. But but yeah, I mean, like it's 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 a it's a grown up problem that your mom, who has two daughters at home, should be the one calling the show and saying, right. I, I can't do? pay my bills. What do I need? What can I do? Um, and I, looking at her budget and all of that. And I think you can help guide that, Max, but you can't even change the way she handles money either because- you don't have that ability. We don't have the ability to change people. Here's where I think you can get some peace in this transaction, okay? Number one, you're going to feel guilty. Just know that's coming, okay? Uh, you may have heard me say this on the show. Choose guilt over resentment every time. If you just stay there and wither, you're going to resent your mom, and that's not fair to her. So choose guilt. The second thing is come up with a number and sit down and tell your mom, for six months, I'm going to send $1,000 home. I'm going to send $750 home and make sure that everybody's clear on when this money's coming and give her a ramp. You'll sleep a little better at night, I think, and it's going to be not a, just a cutoff, but it will be a, a peaceful departure. I'm sorry, my brother. Let us know if we can help. Thank you. You've been gazelle intense. You've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed, and now you're ready to make your biggest investment better. Blinds.com is a great way to dress up a room or your entire home. Whether you like do-it-yourself projects or you don't even know what a Phillips head screwdriver is, trust Blinds.com to take care of you like Ramsey would. You can do the measuring and installation yourself or let Blinds.com's professionals handle everything for you. Blinds.com offers a completely hassle-free experience. Count on them to deliver stylish window treatments from premium brands without the premium markup. And you can count on free shipping, free samples, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can rest easy. That's why we've recommended Blinds.com for over 10 years. Shop Blinds.com right now and get up to 40% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
This is the Ramsey Show, 888-825-5225. Our question of the day is brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services. Nothing can ruin your Valentine's Day faster than a plumbing emergency. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, I uh, flushed and it didn't go down. Wow. Talk about ruining Valentine's Day. For over 50 years, Mr. Ruder Plumbing has been helping homeowners with upfront pricing and the most stress-free plumbing experience possible. You know who a hero without a cape is? A plumber. A guy who shows up on Valentine's and there's a clogged toilet and he just, he winks at the door and he goes, I got you. You called neighborly, didn't you? And we're like, yes. Thank you. He saves the day. Go to neighborly.com slash Ramsey to find a locally owned Mr. Rooter Plumbing if and when it goes sideways. <laughs> Today's question comes from Ella in Minnesota. Ella, 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 umbrella. What's up? My boyfriend of 12 years listens to you all the time. We have three daughters together, but he doesn't want to get married as he doesn't want us to pay for a wedding or risk paying alimony if we ever split up. He thinks this is in line with the baby steps theory. What do you think? I don't think we've ever said that. <laughs> this Ella. is the greatest Sorry. question ever. I like that she blames it on the baby steps. And that the baby steps are just a theory. Or that he thinks that. Oh, the th- I think Dave just, um, his head exploded in the other country where he is right now. <laughs> I think he just, like, he was like, ah, oh, I got a bad headache. Because somebody called the baby steps a theory. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, uh, Ella, you need to... Um, we all aren't basically married. You're playing married. 12 yeah, years you, together, kids together. Your boyfriend is a child, and you all need to have a hard conversation. Because this ends, um, unfortunately, this ends in a pretty gnarly way. He is married to you. He lives with you. You all have three kids. You all have created humans together. And he's holding on to this. Nah, nah, dude, nah, we're just dating. Just dating, dude, because uh, I don't want to pay. If it... By the way, he would pay alimony. There's a thing called common law marriage, and I don't know what the rules are in Minnesota, but he's going to pay. You can't just have three kids and be like, nah, bro, I'm out. Nah, dude, nah, I found somebody else at the bowling alley or wherever this dude <laughs> hangs out. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think this has anything to do with the baby steps. I think this has to do with um, a man who is playing some kind of weird vocabulary gymnastics in his mind and yeah. pretending he's not married but he really is yep yeah it just it feels like a level of immaturity to me because i'm like okay pay for a wedding you don't really even have to do a wedding let's just be honest like you're right go to the jp yeah, and, like you're fine and get done with it. uh it's more the alimony or whatever it is but to john's point yeah you're common law marriage yeah and um no and in, in the baby steps we would tell you like get married yes for multiple <laughs> reasons but get married and so uh, uh, there's not a particular marriage baby step in the baby steps theory, but uh, yeah, we would recommend that you get married before you start having kids and buy a house together. Um, because as as this man did wisely point out, it makes things real complicated financially if mm-hmm. you don't have a plan um, and there's not there's not business protections on the back end. Yep, that's right. Oh there boy, you go, Ella. Ella, Ella Umbrella, you need to sit down and say we're getting married or else. Let's go out to Detroit Rock City and talk to Andrew. What's up, Andrew? How are we doing? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call today. You got it, man. Thanks for calling. What's up? Um, so, I guess long story short, um, my wife was diagnosed with cancer back in July. Oh, um, man. Sorry. Due to that happening, I started going through mental health stuff on my own. Basically had kind of what is a manic episode and maxed out all my credit cards, not really caring what happened. And now I am stuck with 
regret and fifteen thousand dollars in credit card debt. Mm. Uh, what kind of cancer, man? Uh, it was ovarian cancer. So um, due to that, we're not able to have natural kids anymore. So we're looking at ado- adoption, okay. and me being fifteen thousand in debt doesn't help with paying for adoption. So yeah, hold, but but let's let's do this all in order. Um, you're as a family, y'all got hit in the mouth, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. How old are you guys? Uh, we're both 25. I'm about to be 26. And did you go in for, hey, we want to start a family and y'all had a big exciting time and y'all planned it out and then you started trying to have a family and then she went to the OBGYN and found this out? Is that how that happened? It, exactly. That's exactly how it happened. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you have to stop right there for a minute and just grieve this. Mm-hmm. Everything in your life is different now. Mm-hmm. The debt, we'll get to the debt, but we have to own this part. Now, did she um, did she have surgery and she's clear? Uh, yeah, so we just found out a couple weeks ago the PET scan came back good. Yes. Um, yeah, so now she's just got to keep up the scans. Yep. Excellent. Good. Excellent. Good. Excellent. I'm thankful for that. Yep. And so um, you may have had what someone would classify as a manic episode or whatever, however you want to diagnose it. Here's what I want to give you. Another, I want to give you another picture to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. What if your body was just working perfectly? What if it just went on the, it just went into hyperdrive for a minute and you did some dumb uh-huh. things? And now the smoke is clearing and we're back. Yep. Right? Yeah. So let's don't carry regret moving forward. Let's just pay this stupid 15K off and move on. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, And I'm minimizing mm-hmm. it on purpose. You did something dumb. Yeah, you did. Okay, cool. Let's solve this problem and move on. This problem doesn't define you. That moment of cancer doesn't define your wife or your family. Y'all had these dreams of biological kids. It's it's not going to happen. So cool. We're going to go down the adoption. See, see what I'm saying? Like we're just going to look at the next thing in front of us. I'm not going to carry old cinder blocks with me. I'm just not going to do mm-hmm. it, man. Life's too heavy moving forward to carry old crap with us. Yep. How does that sound? Does that sound cheesy and lame? Or are you are you hearing what I'm saying? No, I'm get I'm getting it. I'm hearing what you're saying. That's awesome. Yeah, because there's a level of um, what John's saying that yeah, what what you've done in the past it doesn't have to define you, Andrew. And and the thing is. In one instance, I'm like, you know, there is light because it's not like, oh gosh, I've struggled with overspending for the last three years and now I've realized I have to face it. It it came at a point of crisis and a point of pain and that's how you chose to cope and to keep yourself alive in that situation, right? I mean, like, yeah, your body said numb, numb, numb. And you're like, all right, yeah, you just did it this way, right? (laughs) And yeah, and it was it, you know, the best thing ever? No, but you may not have had the tools to do otherwise. So this is where we're at. And so I think kind of just setting all that down and saying, okay, how do we move forward now? Um, how much, how much do you guys make Andrew a year? Um, well, she was, she wasn't working throughout the whole thing. So I'm, I was bringing in about 45,000 a year. Okay. Um, she's getting ready to go back to work and she brings in around 60. Okay, great. What do you do for a living? Uh, I'm a mechanic. Okay. Awesome. And, um, what other debt do you guys have? Um, we own a house. I think that's, like 160. Okay. Um, and then she's got some student loans from nursing school. How much is that? How much are those? Ooh, I want to say around 90,000. Okay. I'm not positive though. Okay. Yeah. Well, I want you guys to get on the same page on how much you guys owe total. And was there anything mm-hmm. with the credit cards that you bought that you're like, Hey, I could just turn around and sell a bunch of this stuff or return it. Um, yeah, we kind of went down this route. I've already, basically sold everything that I could. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think when I began paying some of them off, but okay. 
Um, so yeah, and how many cards total? Was it three, I four? I think it was like, I think it was four or five. Four or five, okay. To the point like, like all the payments are just like piling up per yep. month. And- yep, okay. So what I would do, Andrew, is I would split all of those up into four to five payments. Like whatever each card is, look at that mm-hmm. and 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 line them up smallest to largest and then throw her student loan debt in there too and this is your family's snowball debt snowball this is what we're going to pay off and have it all together yeah. and then you guys sit down together and you know and Andrew, i think that there is something i don't know this is healthy or unhealthy so john can correct me but if i'm your wife and you know we and and just walk through all of that you're grieving the fact that you're not going to be a mom now there's a little bit of that financial um burden that's there of the fifteen thousand extra in debt if I were in her shoes and you came to the table with a plan and said, okay, here's here's a sample budget. We're going to do this together. But like, I just ran some quick numbers. We could save this per month. We could be out of debt next amount. And, I, and I'm going to work extra. I'm going to put in an extra mm-hmm. three nights, two nights, Saturday per month. That's going to bring in this much more so we can get out of debt this much faster. Like there's something about the proactiveness, Andrew, in you to run some numbers, look at it, and come to her with a plan. Not a finished plan, that this is what what we're going to do. You're not going to tell her this is what we're going to do. But you're going to say, here's an idea of kind of where we're at. I want your feedback. But seeing the proactiveness from you, I think she will give her a level of safety that you want out as bad as you're saying with a plan. Hang on the line. We're going to send you um, every dollar app for a year on us, the premium version. And we're going to hook you all up with FPU. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back. 888-825-5225. It's 888-825-5225. Let's go out to Fresno, California and talk to Jason. Hey, Jason, what's up, man? Hey, uh, I just basically just looking to see if you guys think that I'm in a a position to be able to buy a new car or a new-to-me car. Um, I know that's not usually a good thing to be doing, but I just feel like I'm kind of in a position in my life where I can do that. And I'm wondering if you guys think so too, or I guess, you know, how much is enough when you're wealth building at, at some point, do you go get something that you enjoy because you know, life's short. I just, yeah, yeah. That's no, I think it's I'm, great. I'm and we love cars around here. I feel like people think we just like hate cars and tell people to sell cars all the time, which we do. Cause usually people yeah. can't afford them. <laughs> But we, we right. love a good car, so we're not mad at cars. So what's your what's your situation? Do you have any debt? I do. I have about $140,000 worth of debt on a rental property. But oh, okay. it does cash flow, but it is cash flow positive every month. And the interest rate is so low on it that I bought it, luckily, in 2020 when interest rates were super low. And I just feel like I've okay. had some advisors how? in my life that have said that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm Go sure. Ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Totally. Uh, how much do you make a year? Uh, right around four hundred grand a year. Nice, Jason. What do you do? Uh, so this is going to be a a weird one, but I'm, I actually race cars for a living, and that's another question that I had because it's such a high risk occupation. Um, if it's not a good idea because of that as well, because you know, any moment I could get hurt or something crazy could happen with that. Um. Yeah. I mean, I. I know there's like a Netflix documentary yeah. about like Formula there's, One there's racing. A whole bunch of them. I don't know much yeah. about racing. Um, okay, so can I just like ask? A, I'm just curious. Is it like sponsorship deals that you get? Are you are you do you win races and there's cash prizes? Like how are you making 400 doing this? Correct. Yeah, your second your second guess there was exactly how it works. Okay. Okay. Very cool. That's awesome. How old are you? 
27. 27. Okay, that's great, Jason. Um, do you have a primary residence that's paid off? I do, yeah. I do. Yeah. So you have no other debt other than this one rental property? Yeah, I have another rental property that's paid off as well. Okay. Good for you. Yeah, I mean, I would make it a goal to to pay this rental off as soon as possible. I mean, I think having just paid off properties, you know, to your name is amazing. Um, so I would work to to pay this off. I mean, I'm okay if you keep it just because of your income is so great. So what kind of car are you looking at? Or what price range? I'll, I'll, I want to get a, uh, the price range is probably like right around 50 grand, um, which I've got some money saved up. Like I wouldn't have to, I wouldn't necessarily have to finance or anything like that. I do, you know, yearly uh, contribute to a 401k and, and uh, that's gotten built up fairly decent now. So I feel like I'm in a good place, but I'm always so nervous because I feel like my income could fluctuate depending on circumstances of, like I said before. And on top of that, it's like, I just never know, like it wins enough enough. I drive a, you know, basically the car I bought after I, you know, graduated from high school. I think it was a rental car. I bought it for 15 grand and I paid cash for that, but I just, Dude, you're awesome, Jason. Yeah. How much How much money do you have just saved? Maybe just in a high-yield uh, savings or something? Yeah, so I did it in a high-yield savings, and that's part of the reason why I'm debating on doing this or not because I don't want to take it out of there necessarily. But like I said, life's short. I've seen friends of mine crash in accidents and not be here anymore. So it's like uh, – but I've probably got about 100 and – right around 185 grand saved up. I think you can buy this car, Jason. <laughs> our here's our rule of thumb. Our rule of thumb is if you have a net worth of a million dollars, and you're yeah. you're about there. Well, and that's a brand new car. Is this a brand yeah. new car? The fifty thousand. I mean, so if I if I bought a brand new, it'd probably be about fifty to sixty grand. I could probably get a used one for forty five k, forty k. But I want something that's newly used. Like I wouldn't want like a demo vehicle or something like that. I'm just. I'm not interested. Like, if I if I buy this vehicle, it's not going to be one that I'm going to go get another one in two years. Like, I'm going to keep it until the wheels fall off, or at least until it's really old. Um, Here, so I just feel like if I want to, I want to go get something that I want. If I'm going to yeah, go get it, no, I you hear you, I mean? Jason. Yes. Go get a car. Go get a car. Yeah, and pay yeah. your pay your rental house off. Yeah, yeah. live on hey. t- live on two hundred and pay it off this year. Here, here's here's your greatest hedge against yeah. something coming. And by the way, you bring yeah. up a great point, brother. And I w- I just want to hit this. You make $400,000 a year racing cars and people are going to look at you and you think this like, man, I'm in a job that anything can happen to any day and I'm out of a job. That's true. And there are people who go to $400,000 a year jobs at their hospital or at their law firm and they think I'm in a secure job. They're not. And we know this because we talk to them all the time where the, the hospital lays them off or they have to go on furlough or the, the law firm downsizes or whatever's going on. And so I think there's this illusion, Jason, that everybody, there's some jobs that are super stable and some that just are kind of fly by night. Everybody needs to look at their risk portfolio and say, hey, am I just hanging out in the wind? And if you don't owe anybody yeah. any money and then you can't race anymore, Awesome, dude. You'll have two paid off rental houses plus your property plus a nice $50,000 car that you can drive for the next 10 years. Bro, you're set up. You could go work at a grocery store for the rest of your life and you'd be all right. Yeah. You see what I'm yeah, saying? That's true. I just always I just always get nervous. You know, I watch my parents grow up and and struggle at times and I just never want to be I want to 
I'm only 27. I'm probably going to get engaged pretty soon. And I just, I, I'm always in this constant battle in my head of, do I go spend money and go get a car or do I have it? You know, do I keep building wealth to the point where, you know, I never have to worry about money and my kids are going to be okay forever. And I'm just, yeah. yeah what I would, what I would say, yeah. And what I would say to you, Jason, is you can do both of those things. Yeah, right. You can do both. You don't have to pick one. And, yep. and I think understanding that giving needs to be a part of your plan too. You need to be yep. saving, which you're really great at, and you need to enjoy some of this, right? You're working hard for it and risking your yep. life, literally <laughs> driving this car. So be, you know, those three things have to be part of your plan. I want you to be giving some. I want you to, the yep. saving is there and, and go and spend and enjoy. And I think that this is one of those things that you have to build into your rhythm to know that you're going to be okay. You can spend some money and you're going to be okay. And the amount of savings yeah. with the rentals and, um, and yeah, and what you and have your in income, your, yeah. for yeah, your income, your retirement, all of it. Yeah. Dude, our, just so you know, from where we're sitting, the fact that you make 400 grand a year and you have a paid for house and you've come up with a number of about $50,000, that yeah. tells me that you're being super, super wise. Because that's just a small percentage of your income and you got cash that you've been saving up and saving up and saving up. And um, most of the time on this show, we have people who call in and they make twenty eight five, and they have a $50,000 truck, right? Yeah. And so that's not you. You're a wise kid. Mm -hmm. um, the only thing I would tell you is I know you got a killer uh, interest rate. It's amazing. And everybody yeah. around you is like, bro, you should invest the gap and then you can take home 7%. You're the one that goes at, to bed at night knowing, hey, this could all go away tomorrow, and I still have a house note over there. Yeah, so yeah, just, right. So just get rid of the house note. Yeah, okay. Solve for peace. You've been solving to survive for a long time because you watched how your parents lived. You've done that. You've solved to survive. Now let's start solving yeah. for freedom. Let's solve for peace. I'm not going to owe nobody yeah. anything because mm -hmm. I'm freaking Jason. I'm a race car driver. <laughs> right? You yeah. see, like It just sounds cooler, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah. I appreciate that. I'm thank proud you. of you, brother. That's so good, man. That's awesome. Congratulations. Well done. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate the advice too, and that was going to be my next question about the rental property. And yeah, it makes total sense. If I'm you, I, I pay that you. off yep. today, and I go yep. buy a car this weekend. Yeah, those are your two okay. goals. And then you yeah. can just drive around town in your new car, looking around and wondering. Um, how many other people who are 27 at the stoplight next to you have three paid for houses? And I'm going to tell you, very, very <laughs> few of them. Very few of them, man. Wow. So great. It's amazing. It's impressive. I know. That is so, so impressive. Yeah. And even, you know, with the rental conversation, always remember people, it is, it's a, it's a part-time job. It's a great investment when you get to that point of baby step seven to diversify and have some other things you're investing in. Investing in real estate's a great one, but just do it with cash and do it slowly. But Jason's in a great position to be able to completely pay it off. It's That's awesome. another hour in the books right here on The Ramsey Show. Stay tuned. We'll be back soon.